Welcome to the Brownstoner podcast. I'm your host, Josh Schneps, publisher of Brownstoner. My guest today is Gail Donnarumma, real estate agent with Compass. Welcome, Gail. Thank you very much for having me this morning. My pleasure. Great to have you here. So Thank you grew up in Brooklyn. You have family roots stretching from Bay Ridge to Carroll Gardens, and you manage a business in Red Hook for many years. So why don't you share with us, what do you love about Brooklyn? And do you have any favorite neighborhoods? Please share them with us. So I do love Brooklyn. I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, my father grew up and actually was called, before it had names as Carol Gardens, it was called South Brooklyn, Red Hook, South Brooklyn. So as a kid, I've always traveled all over Brooklyn. My grandparents were from Brooklyn. I just love the old architecture, the structure of the brownstones. And I've always loved Red Hook. I was fortunate enough to run a business there when Red Hook was not what it is today. This was going back in 1994, we purchased the building. And uh, it was- investment. Oh, it was strictly an industrial area. Um, I love Red Hook. Red Hook, I feel like it's my baby. We did very well there. And I had the opportunity of meeting other realtors that really catapulted me and, and advised me to get in the real estate business at that point. So that's where I started in real estate, really. Uh, and, and being in, the, in uh, that fire extinguisher business that I ran for over 20 years, I had the opportunity to work with the biggest portfolio managers in Manhattan, SL Green, Silverstein, CB Richard Ellis, so I would, you know, socialize with the portfolio managers. So I always, it just gave me an opportunity to really, really love real estate even more than I did from when I was in it as a child, because my dad was worked in Manhattan and I always went into Manhattan. So it's just something that I, it was in my blood eventually it just took me a while to get there. Well, it's great that you developed those relationships. I think they say all great people originate from Brooklyn. So both of my parents grew up in Brooklyn as well. I so love it. You have that history there. It, that it, it's, it's great history, Brooklyn. So you talked a little bit about Red Hook, and you're really an expert on Northwest Brooklyn, which I would say includes Brooklyn Heights and the area traditionally known as South Brooklyn, which is, I would say, includes Red Hook and Cobble Hill, even though everybody fights over what neighborhoods or what area of Brooklyn. But what is special about those parts of Brooklyn and, and what do those neighborhoods particularly have to offer? So I think those neighborhoods, because they're so close to Manhattan, so there's a lot of flexibility as far as transit. So that's what everybody likes, the convenience of being able to travel to Manhattan. Not only in Manhattan, it's all the major highways are there. So right. you have accessible to the Gowanus, you're accessible to the BQE you know, that'll take it to the LIE. So it's just an easy commute. It's very accessible. And being close to the water, it's just, you know, you, you're, it's just a great location, I think. I, I think it's ideal for commuters and just to purchase and live there. That's my opinion, but I really do believe that, you know, people that love Brooklyn, they want to be in Brooklyn for those simple reasons as far as commuting and, uh, being close to uh, Manhattan. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you look at some of the most, you know, successful neighborhoods in terms of real estate value and, and just um, people tending to go to them are really around transportation. You enjoy some of the finer things in life like architecture, good food, cooking, racket sports, design and fashion. 
And you were talking about for more than 20 years, you managed a fire extinguisher business based on Van Brunt Street in Red Hook. So talk a little bit more about how you developed those relationships and, and what got you into real estate and, and what you really love about it. So as I said, working for, we, I ran and operated uh, a, a, one of the first pioneers in the fire extinguisher build, uh, business. And every building, classy building in Manhattan, every small commercial, you know, they're, they're required by law for fire safety. So that gave me an opportunity. It was an introduction to all these big buildings and all these portfolio managers that I had relationships and still do. They still call me. You know, we worked for Brookfield. Uh, I worked for the World Trade Center. Those, those were all our customer base. We had the best of the best clientele. Eventually, we sold the business. I actually sold the building. And two and a half years later, I resold the building again on Van Brun Street for very good profit for my, for my um, sellers. So in Red Hook, I had an opportunity to meet so many local residents and, and as well as just, it, I was always there. I was just a visible source there and in Carroll Gardens. And I met, I met somebody from, an agent from Corcoran who had come to our building and she had wanted to try to, you know, encourage us to sell the building at the time. And I just knew Red Hook was just, it's still a diamond in the rough. It didn't even peak at that time, but I knew there there was so much more room. And uh, she just pulled me aside and she said, oh my God, you have some personality. You need to be in this business. And if it wasn't for her, I love her, I adore her. I, I owe a lot to her. I have the highest regard for her. In fact, she introduced Barbara Corcoran. Barbara Corcoran made the first sale in Red Hook that was over a million dollars. And if it wasn't, and, and I think that's what changed the whole landscaping of Red Hood at the time, that, that initial purchase. So basically, um, that's how I really got into real estate. So I owe a lot to uh, Beth. I owe a lot to uh, Red Hook. Well, that's great. Sometimes you need a little push or someone right. just from the outside to let you know how great your skill sets are. Right. So you talked about Red Hook, obviously, and, and the surrounding areas. But what are some of the neighborhoods and types of properties you feel offer good value for potential homeowners in Brooklyn as of today? So, I mean, Red Hook, in my opinion, still hasn't peaked. There's still room for appreciation now. Carroll Gardens, well, now we're in a, a little bit, when really not in, I mean, real estate is strong right now still. I mean, I think it's coming coming back. People still, because of the pandemic, people want to, they're reevaluating re what they're going to do and working from home. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that they find that property that's going to keep them at home until they go back to work. So I think the market's, you know, is definitely, definitely um, changing a little bit. I think, I think there's still value in, in most of the areas in Brooklyn. I, I think because of the prices are, you know, they have come down slightly. I think it's a good opportunity to buy. Well, multifamilies, I work with the developers. They still want to develop in Brooklyn. There's still a lot of opportunities out there. I mean, uh, I, I definitely see that there's people still want to stay in Brooklyn. And, and if you're asking me what area types, that is that the question? Where, where would I recommend somebody to yeah, make a purchase? Absolutely. 
you know, that's kind of like steering. So I would say that I really like the areas that I work. I really like concentrating on those areas. I, I mean, there are, there are agents that just do Bed-Stuy and, and Bushwick, and they love those areas. I mean, those areas certainly have good value, Crown Heights. But it's not an area that I personally like to work. I mean, I, I don't mind working those areas, but I'm more comfortable in what I feel like I know best. So I feel like I know Red Hook very well. I know where the properties are. I, I feel like I know Carroll Gardens very well. So, I mean, there's still opportunities all over Brooklyn. I mean, if you went to Bay Ridge, you know, Bay Ridge is, is a great place to purchase too. And it's also close proximity to, uh, to Manhattan. So I would recommend Bay Ridge as well. So it's just a matter of preference of what you, you know, where one person really feels comfortable with. So, you know, as a buyer, how can a potential buyer figure out what neighborhood is right for them and where they should focus their efforts? Well, again, they have to feel comfortable. <clears throat> you know, I can only, you know, they really have to know the area that they're, I wouldn't recommend a specific area and tell them where to go. As, as far as value, I think, you know, families are looking for convenience again. They're looking for schools. That's their priority. And as a realtor, we really can't tell them what's the best school district or we can only, we could tell them to do their own research. And, uh, you know, as I said, they have to be comfortable, but there's still plenty of appreciation all over Brooklyn. That's all I can say about that without being specific. Well, that's great to hear. You know, and you talked about being, you know, a good time to buy, but talk a little bit about what's going on in the market today, especially in light of COVID and where you see it heading. So, as I said, because families are working from home, I, I think that, I think Manhattan is, is, is going to be, is, is changing dramatically, New York. I think most people will leave the city and they'll come to Brooklyn which I, I see a big influx so right now. You're really referring to Manhattan. Right. So uh, I see people uh, that want to stay in Brooklyn and they're working from home. So I think that there's still going to be buyers out there. Buyers will always buy. Sellers will always sell. They'll retire. They'll move on. They'll move out of state. People that are st these older brownstones, they're, they're family owned for many, many years. They just want to get out. They'll move to Florida. They'll retire, and uh, they'll give younger families an opportunity. And that's what I see going on a lot now. The older, the old timers, the you know, uh, uh, Carol Gardens and Red Hook was strictly an Italian neighborhood. Uh, I see them selling, finding the opportunity to cash in on their properties, and uh, the younger families are coming in. It's a very, it's it's a lovely community downtown Brooklyn. It really is. It offers a lot for families. Well, it's great to hear that you're seeing the strength in the market there in those communities. Talk a little bit about your advice for first-time home buyers getting into the market in this uh, in this market and where they should start. Oh God, it's a great opportunity now with interest rates. So if uh, you know, I, I I would tell anybody, uh, don't try to purchase above their means. If, if their price point is a million dollars, try to stay a little bit below that. Right. Make sure they got their funding in place. Make sure they're not gonna get into trouble, I, uh, you know, financially, that they, they're able to purchase. 
don't take on anything bigger than their uh, what they really can do. But it's a great opportunity with these mortgage rates. Great, great. Uh, uh, look, if, if somebody is qualified to buy, uh, I would say jump on it right now, especially uh, with the rates. And the banks are giving loans, for sure. Paperwork might take a little longer, but banks are definitely giving loans. Uh, it's a great opportunity for first-time home buyers. But I would recommend stay within their means. If their price point is a million, don't look at something at 1.5 or put themselves in a position where, especially at this, these on, you know, we're still, it's very uncertain times right now. So they, they have to be secure on what they, what they could really afford. That's good advice. So talk a little bit about what you personally bring to the table that's special and what do clients say they appreciate about working with you the most? Oh gosh. So I feel that I'm relatable. I'm always available. I make sure that I don't, I'm not pretentious. I tell them exactly sellers. I don't pretend, you know, if I have a $4 million property, I don't exaggerate it and make them believe I could sell it at 5 million. I'm very honest. And I think people know honesty. They, they want to be able to trust somebody. They don't like the, and there's plenty of agents out there that, that just, you know, they, they shoot for the stars and it's not realistic. And I rather walk away from a listing and make believe, and instead of making believe it's worth a lot more. You know, I want to sell the property. I want to sell it for the right price. I don't want to overprice something where they're not, which just becomes a waste of time. So I think they respect the honesty. And as I said, I have clients that I've sold. They still call me. I socialize with them. I'm always invited to their home. We become friends. That's how I get, they refer me. Uh, they, they know that I'm honest and I always try to be very, I try to be, treat people the way I want to be treated. So I think that they, they, they see that. They don't, they see the realness. And that's what, what to me, that's most important. Well, honesty is the best policy, especially dealing with their most valuable assets. Especially in real estate. You know, you're not supposed to, I, I try not to, you know, I, it's not a good thing. People don't want to hear, they want to hear the real facts. They don't want to hear the pretend. Absolutely. So Gail, as an expert in Red Hook, tell us a little bit more about the different property types that people can find in the neighborhood and also share with us all the amenities that the community has to offer. So right now there so it's it was red hook was strictly at one time it was just only industrial and there were very few blocks maybe beard street or pioneer street which was one of my favorites dykeman street that only had they were very little residential homes now i since they built they built condos i sold a property on van brunt street where they did a condo uh, project and uh, it's for sale right now. So right now you see a lot of more, a lot more condos in, in Red Hook. I think it was maybe over 10 years ago when they purchased the property for 160 Imlay Street. It's a beautiful, beautiful condo building overlooking the Statue of, you can see the Statue of Liberty, uh, you see the Hudson River, you see uh, Governor's Island from there. So as far as uh, residential, there's a tremendous amount of residential condos are being developed and they're the homes that are there they're maintained and they're they just 
did a lot of reconstruction and, and uh, I would say more families, it's making it more attractive to families to live there. They still have an opportunity to own a car and have plenty of parking. So there's plenty of parking and, uh, and it's still very close to Manhattan as far as even though we don't have a train in Red Hook, they can take a bus and within 10 minutes they're at a subway, any subway station. So it's still convenient as far as transit, I think. And I think most people that live there agree. They, they prefer owning a car. They can park their cars on the street. There's plenty of uh, street parking. And uh, so there's, there's a mixture of both industrial and residential right now. That's great. More I, always feel, I always feel when I go through Red Hook, I always find a new restaurant or cafe. Talk to us a little bit about what you find in Red Hook. So there's, there's really, really wonderful restaurants. Hometown had the vision of uh, right, right next across the street from Fairway, when, what, what was Fairway. Now there's a new supermarket there that is just as, I would say, as good as Fairway with their selection. I was in there the other day. It's immaculate, very easy to park. And then you have that spectacular views of the Statue of Liberty, full frontal views from, from that location. You could sit there, you could have breakfast, you could have lunch, you can go shopping. And so it's right on the piers over there. So hometown opens up right across the street. They're wonderful. There's Ample Hills Creamery, which is a wonderful creamery. My favorite is this little, little gelato place called Doce. It was a new find for me that I missed for over two years. They've been in existence and I stumbled upon them. And if they uh, have the most amazing, amazing gelato. What else is good there? Uh, this, this Kevin's, there's Red Hook Lobster Pounds. He's been there since right before Sandy. He opens up. He's got some following. He's got great, great lobster rolls. He's one of my favorites. There's all along Van Brun Street. It's become Restaurant Row right now. And behind there on Conover Street, there's, there's very, very little, little, you'll find little areas where there's very hip bars and Sonny's bar is a staple in uh, Red Hook. Uh, they've been there since the early 40s, I believe. So, and it's a favorite. A, a lot of artists go there. A lot of actors go there. They film, they do a lot of filming from there. So it's just, it's just a very interesting area to be around and just enjoy the whole day, I think, for anybody. I mean, I see the influx of, uh, of people from Manhattan and, and the cruise ships, when they land there, um, park there, the boat there, they're just strolling along the streets at the shops and dining. It's just a, a good opportunity for anybody to enjoy the day there. Well, Gail, it's been a pleasure to get to know you and, and share your story with our listeners and and thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. <laughs>